Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 4th of September, Labor Day, September's first Monday, the 247th day of 2023, giving us 118 days to do something with on our way to 2024. In her poem, Crows, Mary Oliver says of them, There they were, each one loud and hungry, crossing a field or sitting above the traffic or dropping to the lawn or walking about on strong legs. They don't envy anyone or anything. Why should they? The wind is their friend. The least tree is home. This past week one morning, my girlfriend called out to me from the dining room where she likes to have breakfast while reading the Bangor Daily News. Hey, honey, we made the front page of the paper. By we, she meant the outfit we teach for, the Honors College at the University of Maine. The newspaper's headline read, UM students greeted by six-legged squatters on move-in weekend. The article refers to several cockroaches found in one of the rooms of Colvin Hall, one of the dormitories that has a high population of honors students on campus. Kitty Corner from Colvin is Estabrook Hall, where my girlfriend and I have our office. Estabrook, too, has had its fair share of cockroach sightings. Upon occasion, Jim Dill, a pest management specialist at UMaine Cooperative Extension, will confirm that the cockroaches found on campus are usually one of two species common to the state of Maine and are often the variety known as the American cockroach, which Dill says is actually good news. He also wants to remind people that there have been roaches at UMaine ever since I was an undergrad, meaning for more than 50 years, as he graduated in 1972. Heavenward, these nights of early September are optimal times for viewing the constellation Cepheus the King, a five-sided pattern of stars that resembles a child's drawing of a house and lies adjacent to Polaris. Cepheus is circumpolar, meaning at about 40 degrees north, it never rises or sets, but is always visible in the northern sky, swinging around the north star and is visible all night long, all year long, given the necessary clarity of a relatively cloudless sky. The casual pentagon of Cepheus is best found between the W-shaped constellation Cassiopeia and the cross-shaped constellation Cygnus the Swan. Also look east for the winter circle about 75 minutes before sunrise with Betelgeuse near the center of the outlying stars Capella, Aldebaran, Rigel, Sirius, Procyon, Pollux, and Castor. Today in 1781, Los Angeles was founded in the Bay de las Fumas, or Bay of Smokes, by 44 Spanish-speaking mestizos. Today in 1807, Robert Fulton began operating his steamboat between New York and Albany. Today in 1861, the British Association for Advancement of Science proposed standard units of electrical measurement, putting forth the volt, named after Alessandro Volta, and the Ohm, named after Georg Ohm. Today in 1882, in its first large-scale test, Thomas Edison's light bulbs were used to light New York's Pearl Street Station. 
Today, in 1886, the Apache chief Geronimo surrendered, ending the last major U.S. Indian War. Today, in 1888, George Eastman patented the first roll film camera and registered the brand named Kodak. Today, in 1893, for a five-year-old boy, Beatrix Potter wrote the story of Peter Rabbit. Today, in 1950, the comic strip Beetle Bailey debuted in 12 newspapers. Today, in 1957, Orville Faubus, the governor of Arkansas, mobilized the National Guard to prevent nine black students from entering Little Rock's Central High School. Today in 1923 in Fort Wayne, Indiana, actor Dick York was born into a poor family who had to keep at least one family member in their apartment at all times to ensure their landlord would not padlock them out for failing to make timely rent payments. While young Dick took his turn on watch, he would listen to radio soap operas and serials, becoming fascinated with radio drama. The nuns at the parochial school he attended encouraged the lad, and soon he was bartering work at a children's theater for acting lessons, and not long after, playing parts in radio programs. Moving on to Broadway and films, appearing in such movies as 1959's They Came to Cordura and 1960's Inherit the Wind, Dick York injured his back and, gave a, and was given a prescription for painkillers. In 1965, he landed the role he perhaps is best remembered for, that of the young ad exec Darren Stevens, who is married to a witch in the television sitcom Bewitched. Although the show brought Dick considerable career success, his back condition worsened, he became addicted to painkillers, and he left Bewitched in 1972, unable to continue acting. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us Dick and his wife Joan cleaned apartments to support their brood of five children until Dick developed emphysema, leaving them only his meager Actors Guild pension to live on. Yet confined to bed and connected to oxygen, Dick York conquered his addiction to painkillers and became deeply involved in fundraising for the homeless and impoverished, raising substantial funds via telephone campaigns. When Dick died in 1992, his son said of his father, He was not only my father, he was also my hero. Today is also the birthday in 1596 of Dutch diplomat and poet Constantine Huygens. In 1901 of British industrialist and manufacturer of the Jaguar automobile, William Lyons. In 1918, of American radio broadcaster Paul Harvey. In 1927, of American computer scientist and coiner of the term artificial intelligence, John McCarthy. In 1931, of American actress, singer, and dancer, Mitzi Gaynor. In 1942, of American singer, Bubba Knight. In 1944, of American drummer, Gene Parsons. And American actress, Jennifer Salt. In 1946, of American guitarist, Gary Duncan. And American drummer, Greg Elmore, and in 1981 of American pop singer Beyonce. For more on Omain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 12th and penultimate week of summer and to the 36th week of 2023.